All right, let me go straight to John Comitas. I'll come back to uh, what Middendorp had to say about Akumo. Uh, we do have John Comitas, the Cape Town City FC chairman on the line. Good evening, uh, John. Happy 2020. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, compliments to everyone and the listeners. Thank you. Have you got a new Sangoma? You started off with three points. <laughs> I wish it was as simple as that. What is it, though? Because you were struggling the past, what, five or so games? No wins. You couldn't even buy a win at the nearest tuck shop. Listen, the, the, the team was performing for half a game, really. That was, that was our biggest problem. And uh, part of the reason was fitness, perhaps. And uh, we certainly had a very unlucky start to the season. We had five starting players on crutches which lasted longer than we hoped. And then we lost two more along the way. And, uh, you know, but it's not a, there's no room for excuses in this game. And uh, we just got to get on with it. We've, we've, uh, I think, have made a good uh, selection in a coach. Uh, I believe that he's going to turn things around tremendously for the club. And uh, with his experience, we can already see the markings of uh, a little bit more structure, perhaps in our defensive uh, application. And, uh, if yesterday's game is the beginning of something, uh, you know, it's looking good. I mean, you talk about coach. I wasn't going to talk about anything to do with coaches, but now that you've mentioned it, Mr. Rickering, where and how did you get hold of him to come across and coach at Cape Town City? Um, I met uh, Jan about uh, 15 years ago when we did the original Ajax Cape Town deal, and he was, uh, uh, in fact, coaching the team, uh, the first team there, Ajax Amsterdam. And uh, subsequently, he went to uh, China and uh, also to Galatasaray for two seasons. And uh, as well. So I said to him when we met that time, I uh, said, one day you should coach my team. And he enjoyed Cape Town so much. And uh, it was the right timing for us. You know, when I called him, it was uh, he wanted to be involved in something that was, you know, a long-term project and had the vision and uh, it seemed to be the right thing at the right time for him, and uh, we we agreed pretty pretty quickly. And ha- having to come into the game, into your match day over the weekend, and and seeing where Cape Town City was, rock bottom of the table. I, I mean, I, I don't know as a professional, uh, you know, club chairman, whether you had gone into that situation before. Um, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have been easy for you. John Comitas to actually know that Cape Town City, a team that was really, uh, really amongst mm-hmm. the top teams the past couple of yeah. seasons. It's yeah. a new team, but a, a team that has had great success, played great football, but you're rock bottom of the table. How was that feeling going into that Baraka game? Look, you can't, there's a, there's a story when you're bottom of the log, so you've got to, you can't ignore it, but uh, there's not a bone in my body that believes that this is where this club is going to remain. And, uh, you know, for one fixture, we were at the bottom, and I think it's also a good thing because it makes you also appreciate what it takes to not be there. And, you know, to, to appreciate the highs, you need to understand the lows. And we hope that that was the last of that. And uh, I'm confident that this team will go from strength to strength and put it back, back into a respectable position. Have you ever been down with flu or chicken pox or measles or anything like that? Have you ever been down? I have no time for that. <laughs> Sorry? 
<laughs> I have no time to be sick. I've got to keep going. No, but I'm just saying in your life, you, you've been down, you've been sick, you've been, you've been down. You, you've had some form of ailment where you were not right, you were not okay. Absolutely, we all have. Yeah, and the, 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 you would find a reason and you would find a cause why you're down. So all I'm basically asking is, were you able to find a reason? Were you able to find a cause yeah. as to why some Cape Town City find, found itself number 16th on the table? Uh, look, for me, I, 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 I think I've got enough experience to, to realize a few elements. It's, it's a composition of a few things. It's never one thing. But these things only surface when the results are not there. You know, while you're getting the results and you're getting... Uh, you know, a lot of things get blown over. You leave things that you shouldn't. You don't attend to discipline matters that you should. You allow things to go by because the team is winning. And at the end, if you, you know, you measure yourself, you say, look, I should have done this, I should have done that, and I shouldn't have let things happen to the stage. Unfortunately, um, that's what happens in this game. And, uh, you know, now you bring somebody who's completely opposite to the previous coach. It's a lot of discipline, a lot of instructions, a lot of structure. And it takes some time for the players to get used to that. And now you're really trying to change a lot of things that uh, seemed to be nothing wrong at the time. And you were a, a goal away from a, a result. You tunnel up at half time and you lose the game 3-2. Well, you kind of, uh, well, at least we were tunnel up. Let's carry on. But there's always a reason why you're not, uh, you're not performing. And, uh, you know, uh, we have to be honest with ourselves. And uh, a lot of things will change and have changed. And, uh, you know, we've done our cycle. We're on the fourth year now, so perhaps it's the beginning of our next cycle. And you're obviously aware that you've considered the most goals in the league. Have we? Yeah. Because uh, since the new, well, in fact, we possibly have. Yeah, you have. Um, but we've also been at the top end of a lot of uh, a lot of good statistics, which is what has encouraged me. Um, but I think the most important thing, uh, Rob, is that. Um, you, you're not at the bottom of the league by mistake. There's a reason and you need to address it. And I think we've done that. So now we're looking forward. May is a long way from here now. And, uh, you know, as Pizzo says, so uh, I think there's going to be a few more surprises. I don't think the league standing as it stands now is going to be what we'll see at the end. So What will change? Well, I think the top's not going to stay as, as it is. Chiefs is not going to be there? No, I, look, I, I think they, they certainly should have been there. I mean, they've let it slip a bit. And pressure mounts, you know. It's, it's, pressure's a funny thing. Yesterday, for at least 20 minutes of the game, it, you know, I could feel the boys' legs were like lead from, from fear, you know. These things come in, you don't expect them, and they, but they come into the game. And, uh, you know, so every, every game is like a cup final for us now. By no means are we out the woods. You know, we have to be... Uh, honest and uh, but at least the, the the attitude the mood and the, the enthusiasm at training is certainly in line with the Cape Town City that I know mm. and, and you know I value your opinion because you've played the game you've played the game at the highest level you've also led a formation of a, a very very wonderful amalgamation of an IX Cape Town and you've gone and done a Cape Town City where the, you've already won a cup and been in the final and lost the cup so I, I value your comments, because we don't really get to talk to John committees on a regular basis. And I've just realized now that I haven't even spoken about what I had called you for, uh, but I've also just remembered that I can even ask you about something else that I didn't even think about talking to you about. Now that you've mentioned that 
that things are going to change at the top of that table. Who do you think will ultimately, come May, win this ABSA Premiership? Um, I think I think it's too early for me to comment on that, uh, Rob. You know, I've got to respect the teams that are up there, and uh, you know, but but you can't ignore the the sundowns and and the vits. You know, these guys have got a way to methodically keep prodding away and pull results out. And so, I think it's going to be a lot more interesting than it looked a couple of weeks ago, with one team kind of running away with it. And uh, I think the bottom will be equally as interesting. And uh, as I said, we need to watch our own plate and not worry about everyone else because we have our own problems to deal with. There's a key word you've mentioned now, running away. I won't say he ran away, but he he left the country almost immediately after he departed and and parted ways with Cape Town City. And that's coach Benny McCarthy. What would you say to the public would have led to his departure now that, you know, we can finally just have a chat? No, look. Um, I think if you said to me, "Would you do this again?" I would. I would 100% employ Benny at the time that I did. I think the club has needed more uh, structure in its in its approach to the technical side, with more experience to look at a more long-term, sustainable model. You must understand, we don't have the financial muscle that some of these other clubs may have. So. We have to use other means to get off, to keep ourselves relevant. And, uh, you know, if, if, when you're looking for experience you, and, and you look around and everybody's younger than Benny around him and he's also a, a, a novice in, in a sense. You know, even Gavin Hunt says, speak to me when you've played a thousand games. It's, it's, a, it's a cruel game, this. And uh, it's a pity things ended up the way they did, uh, that, that we had to part ways this early. But uh, if you said to me, would you employ Benny McCarthy at the time you did? And now that you know what you know, I would say 100% I would. I mean, he's a fantastic character to have in any organization. He's got a great football savvy. Uh, but, you know, uh, when you're coaching a team of 27 characters, you need to have some level of experience to manage that. And uh, when you make mistakes and the team is still performing, then you, you kind of get away with it. And there's a point when now you don't get the result. Now all the cracks come up. And that's that's football. It's not just Benny McCarthy. I mean, you have uh, Zidane at uh, in Real Madrid and he gets fired. And then a couple of years later, they hire him again. You know, that's that's the way things happen in football. Would you hire Benny again? I, I think I would. I think I would. But perhaps he's got to go through a, a, an entire cycle uh, 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 of his own growth, you know, let him try his hand at something different. Uh, um, I know that there was a couple of clubs that called me for his telephone numbers in uh, in South Africa, which there's full interest in Benny McCarthy. And I know that he had uh, a club in, in Scotland that was interested in his services that he was engaging with. So I think Benny will be back. His character is too big not to. And... Um, he loves the game, and uh, we had a fantastic, fantastic two seasons. And you know, I'll, I'll, it, it forms part of our, our history. And uh, I can only appreciate what he's done for us. It will be difficult uh, for him to come back, though, John. I mean, he, he'll have to either take public transport or Uber his way around Cape Town, because when I spoke to him, and he couldn't even speak. That's how emotional he was. He was in the process of selling his motor vehicle. He was in the process of moving out and. 
selling whatever he needed to sell because that was it for him. This broke him. This shattered him. Um, look, his family never moved here officially, so that was one of the issues I think that wasn't settling for him. He's, you know, they continued living in Scotland. Um, uh, yes, he did have a vehicle, but I think he, we were equally as uh, as shattered to have to make that decision. You know, myself and Benny, we go back when Benny was 18, playing for me at Cape Town Spurs at a thousand rand a month, and he was probably one of the highest paid players. Played against Kaiser Chiefs at the Johannesburg Stadium and single-handedly beat them 2-1 at the age of 18. And then from there, Rob Moore takes him to Europe and sells him to Ajax Amsterdam. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the region of a million dollars that went to, obviously, the Rob Moore camp because he was on loan to us at Cape Town Spurs. And from there, uh, we opened the door to Ajax Amsterdam, which then created the, the new club, Ajax Cape Town. And, and uh, you know, that that is a lot of history between people, and uh, it's not easy to just uh, to deal with things that you have to because you're looking at the greater good of the rest of the club and perhaps your franchise. You know, 18 games with two wins is very difficult, Rob. You know, it's difficult to 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 persuade yourself to say it'll come right. So, you know, you've got to understand we've got 70 families that that work under this brand. You know, I'm responsible for all of them, not just one. And unfortunately, you know how this game is. It's, it's the coach that goes. You can't fire 27 coach, uh, players. So, uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough being uh, being at the top. It's tough being at the bottom. You know, it's, it's football, especially PSL, is not for the faint-hearted. As long as you do things with a good intention and uh, you're honourable with the way you de- deal with the matters, then you know you persevere and you carry on. We had to bring a service to South African football. We think Cape Town City has certainly added a lot of colour and zest to the league, and we have a duty also to our fans. So uh, all in all, I'm wishing Benny all the best, of course, as I always do, and uh, my door is always open for Benny for anything. Tomorrow, maybe he might be even a shareholder of this club. Who knows? Well, you were able to secure the services of a former football player who is now part of your brand, who's part of your management. So surely, if you're able to do that with the Iteko Modise, you could do that with the Benny McCarthy, but he would want to coach because he's a qualified, one of the most qualified coaches in South Africa. In Africa, in fact, him and Sunday Olisi are the only two black Africans that have a full pro UEFA license. So I think Benny has still a lot to give this game, and he's still young, and uh, I think he's got to go through his entire cycle before we look at an administrative, more technical job or uh, assistance in that way. Cape Town is his home. Um you know, uh, and uh, and I hope that he bounces back and, and delivers uh, what he can. As I said, John, forgive me, but there's a f- another football player that uh, went via your team. I don't think uh, he had much of an opportunity and he was gone. Signed up to Mamelodi Sundowns, didn't even play a football match, but paraded a jersey. And his contract has now been terminated. What, what can you tell us about him uh what would the public 
want to know about this footballer that we all watched and saw and he played so brilliantly and he was even a Bafana Bafana striker. That's a, that's a sad, sad, sad situation, uh, Rob. You know, you you look at some players that have got such gifted talent and, 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 and they have the ability to, to do so much and uh, unfortunately uh, the social side gets the better of them and uh, they're not able to race to that occasion. You know, sometimes... Things happen too quickly for players and uh, they don't know how to handle the excessive amount of fame and the excessive amount of money that they get in, in comparison to where they where, where they started. Um, and, uh, you know, this this is what happens. We we really tried over a period of three months to to regulate him and to assist him. And I was, he was pretty much in my office daily. And, I mean, I, I participated in bringing assistance to him at, at, at different levels and uh, it looked extremely appreciative. He was, you know, very cooperative, but unfortunately we, we didn't really get down to the depth of the issue, issues that he may have. And we know something also, I don't want to talk too much about it. This is a private matter for him. And uh, I think Sundowns possibly felt uh, the same, you know, uh, and if I know uh, Mr. Motsepe, he's uh, his humanitarian side, he may have well done that just to give him that last shot at it and to see if he could get him out of that uh, situation to bring his talent back to the football field of uh, South Africa. Um, it looks like it didn't happen, and I'm sorry for you know for both Sundowns and the player, but uh, you know we 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 have these problems uh, in our league. Uh, there's a lot of players that that need assistance. Uh, they come from. Uh, backgrounds that are extremely challenging and then things happen very quickly for them and as quickly as they do going up they come down as well and uh, those those ups and downs you know not easy to manage if you don't have the skill sets to do that uh, unfortunately we run professional football you know we're not an amateur outfit uh, and and we have to you know look at the greater good of the game and other players interests and interests of the, their families and, and the club and the franchise and the fans. So, you know, you have to make harsh decisions here and there and uh, you get the flack for it. But, uh, you know, as I said, if your intention is always honourable and, and, and uh, correct, uh, you know, then you can at least go put your head at night on the pillow and say, I've done an honest day's work. The issue that we were going to chat to you about, which... I'm glad that I'm getting a chance to chat to you about has got to do with um, Paul McCullough, ineligible to play professional football again for six months, is what we were told before the break. Um, It was something that a lot of people were like, what on earth is going on? On the face of it, what has happened since John committed? Man, Rob, I love this kid. Eh? He's he's such a gentleman, this boy, and then he's been a revelation in our change room. He's 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 such a good professional, and you know he 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 had a rush of blood in his head at that moment, and he did what he did. By no means do we condone that, and you know he must face the punishment that he needs to face. But when I saw the way the punishment was mooted, the excessiveness of the, the aggression of, of the Leeds prosecutor to, to nail him. And then I see that others are kind of swept by the side or not as aggressively attended to. Uh, and, it's, and it's not about bringing up other names to, 
to put them in the in a in a difficult position. But I but I have to bring up one or two just to show the example. You know, we're still waiting on what is the outcome of the Serena case. Um, you know, then 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 uh, then I say no no no. Uh, somebody has to stand up here and get counted, and and put this right. We can't allow a situation where. Uh, some some things are dealt with in an expeditious way and, and very aggressively, and, uh, and and in another sense, things are kind of lenient. All we want as football clubs, as, uh, as professional clubs, all 32 clubs, is, is to be painted with the same brush. You know, if that's good enough for the one guy, it must be good enough for the other, and I'm happy with that. And if that's the sentence that was deserved to be and everybody else is on the same foot, then so be it. But when it's not like that, then, then, you know, we need to be bold enough to stand up and say that's not acceptable, prosecutor or not. And uh, we have vindicated. Here's the, the outcome. And we, we, we're still fighting the fact that we got fined on the basis of his six-month six month, uh, uh, sentence. And we asked and pleaded with the, the prosecutor, can you wait until the final outcome? We're talking two, three weeks. And we'll know, and then you can decide what punishment, us as a club, I don't know what he expected me to do, run on the field and, and, and stop him, I mean, matches life. I know that we, we, we get fined as a club because that's the way to try and keep your players in line. But at the end of the day, there's got to be some sanity. Now we're sitting there having to reverse a fine that we got, which was excessive because it was related to a six-month ban. Now I have to go fight and spend another X amount of money to try and reverse that or try and improve that at, a, at an appeal. And, and yeah, we got Serena playing a cup final, uh, and hasn't been to the prosecution yet. So when things like that happen, uh, Rob, you know, if, 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 if guys, administrators that have experience, don't stand up and say, "Hey, that's not right," and then then what's going to happen to this league? And and the chairman has worked around the clock to keep the integrity of this league, but he cannot he cannot always stand up and and and, and put his his. Uh, his uh, uh, nose in, in, in the affairs of between two other clubs or whatever, because then he seemed to be not to be impartial. So it's difficult for the chairman to, to comment on these things. So he stands back. But at the end of the day, we've got an incredibly credible league here with financial structures that don't exist in Africa. And we need to protect it. And we can't allow the emotions of certain people that have power uh, uh, to, to abuse that power. When you have this authority and this power, you need to be responsible. And, and you know, we we all saying, fine, we've done something wrong. We put our hand up and we get the punishment, but then it must be the same for everybody. And that's all really. Yeah. Well, why do you think the Serenio case has still not been heard? I, I wasn't quite sure if it had or hadn't yet. I, I, I haven't heard anything. So, you know, for me, I, I, I'm asking myself, um, you know, I, I, I can't put my finger on it. All I can say is that do we have the right prosecutor? You know, that's how that's how I'm trying to deal with it. Because who, who is controlling that? You know, so, I mean, the, the, the stadiums were uh, were, were um, damaged. In, there was that outbreak that uh, time in Durban, okay, and, it, and 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 that took and that took immediate. I mean. It was massive, and it took. How long did it take to sort that out? I mean, I know that the problem was big, you know. And, and then the, the Makola thing is chased at the, such a pace to get it prosecuted, uh, you know. Mm. Because I mean, w- w- while you're still trying to find the words, the the one thing that we said on this show about the prosecutor, the 
DC prosecutor of the Premier Soccer League. And then he went on and I think there was a press conference because we were we were asking about it. It didn't really matter what he said about me or the show. Um, that, that I really don't care about. But the bottom line is that he had been found wanting where cases from October of the previous year were still not heard and they were only heard a couple of months into a new year. Uh, you know, so we were challenging all of that and saying that oh, how come? Why is this the case? And he made the assertion that they don't do this on a full-time basis. And he also, you know, takes family members or kids or whatever it is to to hockey. And he's got other priorities that he has to take care of. And I said, well, you, you've just said now that you know you're in a league, you're part of top management in the league that has money that hasn't been seen on the continent. Surely, if if you have a league that boasts to be one of the top leagues on the continent and at times to be the top league in the world, then surely we must be able to see that via a prosecution team and a prosecutor that also speaks the same language, that also says, you know what, we are on top of our game. We can produce. The turnaround times can be such that nobody can be found deliberating like a John Committee will go back and say, but why haven't you looked at a Serenio case? Why haven't you looked at case X and case Y? That they can be found to be as productive as what a Zodamajav was able to do in his tenure, surely. Uh, look, Rob, I think you, by, by what you're saying, you've answered your own questions. And I, to be honest, we need to blame ourselves here because we're the Board of Governors. I'm part of that. Okay, so I've got to do something about this. And I've got to bring it up at the right forum. And there are uh, forums and there are structures for us to do that. And I certainly am going to do that. So um, if, if, if we've got somebody who's the prosecutor of the league, this is not a Mickey Mouse league. This is a billion-plus uh, rand uh, league, and, and, and we need to have the right people in the right places. That's it. And, and when it comes to the discipline side, this, the league has to be extremely disciplined, and the, the measure of the, of the, of the uh, punishment must be equal to what, what the crime is, and it has to be consistent. That's all we want. We're not looking for, for, for miracles here. We're looking for straightforward, hard work and, 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 and things to be done consistently. So for me, it was, it's, a, it's a simple case that you know, I can't even say anything about this because I'm part of the problem. If I'm not solving it, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, but you're being, you're being honest about it. You see, other people will take oh. it personally. I mean, we have people that don't talk to us anymore because they feel that we ask too many questions. So the, the thing that I can always appreciate about you is that whether you agree with our views or not, you will always be there to answer the questions and you'll be fair. At times, yeah, you might not talk to us. It happens. John, we, we all allowed some emotional stuff to happen. But the bottom line is that you'll be honest. And that is why I was going to move on and ask you and say that was this prosecutor, as it was said, I think, uh, in, in, in the letter or the press release that you had sent out last year, uh, talking about him having emotionally and intellectually badgered Mpomakolo, what had he had done? Because I found that to be very, very strongly worded. When I read, when I listened to that transcript, when I listened to that transcript, I was, I was flabbergasted. The way the way uh, um, uh, was approached in that meeting by the prosecutor, and uh, I, we have a duty to protect our players equally to to the clubs, and we have a duty to be responsible uh, um, and to ensure that that it's it's everything is done on a fair basis. And 
that wasn't an experience that I wanted any of my players or any anybody else's player to experience. We're looking for the truth. We're looking for an incident. It's a football match at the end of the day. It wasn't a riot of some sort in, in, in the middle of the street and unlawful people. It was a football match, damn it. And he, he, he lost his cool for 20 seconds. And he was completely out of order. Nobody said he did the right thing. And we need to deal with it like that. And the way the way it was prosecuted, I was really, really disappointed with the way. And, and, and I took it upon myself to, to send a letter to the league to request that this matter be looked into regarding the prosecutor. Other than that, I think I need to leave it to the structures now. And I'm fully confident that the executive we have will deal, will deal with the matter. Did he ever show any remorse? Are you talking about Makola? No, um, I, I believe Paul Makola did, but did Nandi Banker show remorse for, for for what he did in the hearing? I, I, I can't comment with, uh, about Nandi Banker. I haven't, I haven't even spoken to him. Would you want to speak to him? Um, I don't think it's necessary. I think he, he should know what his responsibilities are. And at the end of the day, he should also know how he needs to deal with him. And we're dealing with human beings here. We're dealing with football people. We're dealing with football players. We have families like everybody else. And every 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 uh, bit of work that they do is to earn a living to make sure that they they survive and they look after their families like we all do. And that's all I'm that's all I'm interested. That things are done fairly. And and when I see something that's not right, then Rob, you know me long enough. Have you paid the fine? I haven't yet because the matter is on appeal, and that's why I can't discuss it much further. Okay. But as I said in the previous thing, it wasn't even about the money. It didn't matter to me, the, the amount of money. But do you feel now that justice has been served? I think for Makola, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, 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 you, you look at the rest of the world, the way they treat these situations, and it's in line with that, and that's all we want. And we want every other player to have the same opportunity. All right, John Cometis, thank you so much. Look forward to more conversations. As I said, uh, lots that one would love to chat to you about, but um, it's an exciting part of the season. We're halfway there. And as you say, maybe things might change at the top. Things might change down at the bottom. And which top player are you signing up in this transfer window? Um, well, we did that already. I think we got Ndatsani. I think he's a fantastic player. And, uh, yeah, but apart from that, I'm counting on my own boys. I've, I've, I've trusted them. I've given them the full backing. And I've said to them they need to come back after Christmas with a rejuvenated uh, attitude. And uh, I've seen that already. So, um, you know, we persevere. So, Mdenzan is signed, sealed, and delivered. And uh, anybody who is a bit confused needs to do what? Well, the matter has been resolved now. Um, um, Baraka will be issuing the clearance uh, tomorrow. Okay. All right. So people have understood. They know what the obligations are. Thank you. Thanks so much, John. Appreciate your time. Eh? Thank you. Always. All right. John Kamitas, Cape Town City Chairman. Sure. Whew, let's take a break, man.